Welcome to the Upside Podcast, powered by Upside Global and hosted by Julian Blinn, founder and CEO of Upside Global. The Upside Podcast is listened to weekly by over 6,000 sports and tech executives from all sports leagues and teams in the United States and around the world. Julian has been developing technologies for professional sports teams for over 10 years and has worked for major tech companies along with sports tech startups. In each episode, Julian interviews global leaders in sports to share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn. So today we have the honor to interview again Jason Han, the head of rehabilitation for the LAFC, a top MLS team. Uh, Jason is also joined by Dr. Scott Scheer, the hyperbaric medicine doctor and co-founder of One Base Health. So uh, Jason and Dr. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Julian. Good Thank to be you. here. Yeah. No problem. So hey, uh, Jason and Dr. Scott, so what I want to go over today, we'll talk about um, uh, you know, your background for you, Dr. Scott, uh, your company, your product, how you got the idea. And Jason, I'd love to get your thoughts, you know, and feedback about the product, how you use it today, uh, what you like about it. And then Dr. Scott, I'd love to get your, your thoughts on, you know, what's your business model and then mm-hmm. your plans for the next 12 months. Sure. Okay. So I can start off with me. So my name is Dr. Scott Scherer. It's a pleasure to be here, Julian. Thank you. I'm an internal medicine physician. I've been involved in hyperbaric medicine for the last decade. And I got into it because I really saw a need for it when I was back in medical school in the early 2000s. And I saw it being used for some severe things like trauma, wounds, burns, things like that. My father is a chiropractor. And so he was using it, learning about it around the same time for a lot of alternative types of reasons. And athletes have been using it for decades at this point for many, many things. And so over a decade of practice, I really found that there was a need for a more robust ecosystem where people could learn more about what hyperbaric therapy was and also make sure they got the right protocols, the right chambers, and the right education, not only on the on hyperbaric therapy, but also on the integration of this particular technology with other types of modalities, whether it be other practitioners like Jason here, how to use hyperbaric therapy in that clinical context, or other technologies like light therapy or cold plunges or saunas or things like that, and and how you integrated labs and supplements and and all together. So about four years ago, we started One Base Health. And over the last couple of years now, we really started to develop this ecosystem where it's been framed on my clinical practice, which is understanding hyperbaric therapy as more of a integrative modality in a larger context of trying to help people holistically. And now, you know, can you kind of slow down a little bit? Because not everybody's an expert in hyperbaric therapy. So how would you describe what it actually is and how it works, what it looks like? Because I've seen pictures of it. But, you know, can you kind of break it down? Because we have lots of teams listening across different sports. So, Yeah, so hyperbaric therapy is super simple. It's just a combination of increased oxygen and increased atmospheric pressure combined in a, in a, in a chamber. So most of us know what oxygen is, I hope. Oxygen is really important for energy metabolism, making energy, something called ATP in the system. And so if we don't have oxygen, we don't do very well. And so there's only a couple of ways to increase the amount of oxygen in circulation. And this is what athletes care about. It's, it's oxygen carrying capacity, how long you can carry oxygen and continue to maintain your workload. 
And so once you stop having enough oxygen, you hit your wall, you start getting lactic acid production and you stop being able to do what you're going to do. So you can increase the amount of oxygen in circulation a couple of different ways. The most common way is to go altitude training. So you can come to Colorado where I live, come to 5,000 feet, and you can increase the number of red blood cells in circulation because that's what happens when you're at altitude, you get more red blood cells and red blood cells are what carry oxygen. But in a hyperbaric chamber, we can increase oxygen a different way because we're increasing the amount of atmospheric pressure that your whole body is under. And so pressure is what we describe as a certain amount of seawater pressure, because if you're under a certain amount of seawater, water is very heavy and it's that heaviness that we can simulate in the chamber. And as a result of that heaviness, it changes your physiology and allows more oxygen to get not only onto those red blood cells, but into the plasma, which is your liquid of your bloodstream. So the combination increases the amount of oxygen in circulation anywhere between 200% to 2000%, depending on the amount of oxygen and the amount of pressure that you use. And we have different types of chambers that allow you to get different amounts of oxygen in the circulation, depending on what your needs may be. So that actually increased EPO production? So hyperbaric therapy does not produce increase EPO directly. EPO is produced when you're at hypoxic or low oxygen conditions. And okay. so this is when you're altitude training and things. So EPO is what Lance Armstrong and other cyclists and other athletes would use to increase the number of red blood cells they have in circulation. And that increases the amount of oxygen you can carry. But there's another way to do that, and that's to go into a hyperbaric chamber, and that's an immediate effect where you have an immediate amount of oxygen. So we've talked to cyclists, I've done this over the years, where you can bring portable chambers to races, hypothetically, and then get out of the chamber, and you still have extra oxygen in circulation for a period of time. And so we've developed some protocols at one base where you can actually leverage that oxygen to do more work after you get out, because that extra oxygen is around for about at least about 15 minutes at the minimum, but up to about an hour, you have increased oxygen circulation. And in addition, you have increased what we call oxygen utilization. So you have the ability to utilize oxygen better over that post, uh, post hyperbaric period. And, and then over the long term, what hyperbaric therapy can do is that actually helps shift your, your genetics, your genetic code, your DNA, and how it's being expressed in something called epigenetics. And how that as a result relates to optimization is that it helps with new blood vessels in areas. It helps with stem cell release, which are the baby cells that can create new cells. It helps with all the different types of tissues that are required for, for healing and for, and for regeneration. And so, and it also treats infection and a number of other things too. So it's a pretty, um, it, it, like high level, 33,000 feet, what hyperbaric therapy do, is really doing is optimizing your body's function and then helping you regenerate and recover faster if you have injury. Okay, I see that. So it brings me my next question for, for Jason, right? So how did you come across Dr. Scott and what he's doing? Uh, and, and why did you get so much interested in using the product? Yeah, it was by, it's, you turn lemons into lemonade. So it, so it started out as a, a horrible event where my mother-in-law suffered a traumatic brain injury um, after a fall. So she fell and she started to develop stroke-like symptoms uh, a few weeks later. Um, we had gone to the, the regular emergency care where they were just pumping her with meds and that just wasn't working. So I talked to an alternative medicine um, friend of mine and he said, have you looked into hyperbarics? And till that point in time, I had, I used to be in the NFL and I've seen athletes in hyperbaric machines. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I thought it was just for recovery or like getting back on the field faster. 
Um, so I reached out to my friend that actually had a chamber at his home. I brought my mother-in-law there. He gave me the keys to the house and the effects were dramatic. Like my, my wife and I, we, when we took her and then she, when she came out of the chamber the first time, I was like, what, what's going on? It, it was, she was totally different. And then, so my friend, Dr. Mark Chang got me in touch with Scott. So he helped me along the lines of what was the right protocol for my mother-in-law. And then at that point in time, we saw such dramatic results that I ended up purchasing one for myself. I, I have my whole health, I have my own health and wellness facility in addition to LAFC. Mm -hmm. So we brought a chamber there. My mother-in-law used it um, consistently. And within a, a matter of weeks, her CT scans showed a decrease in the bleed by over 50%. The sweating, you mean? Yes. And then, you know, like as time goes on, a few years goes in, like I have, and from one chamber, I have three chambers at my, my health and wellness facility. So we're helping tons of people. Um, mm -hmm. Then uh, the last two years, I introduced LAFC to it. It takes a little bit of a buy-in time. Um, we ended up renting one in towards the end of our 2022 season when we won MLS Cup. And then the premise was we had we had a lot of games. We needed to increase recovery time. We had some older players, so we rented a unit. Um, and I think I feel that was one part of our recovery strategy that worked towards our MLS Cup win. So with that being said, in 2023, we were able to I got the allowance to purchase one for the club. So we've had it full-time at the club in-house since the beginning of 2023. So it's it comes from an initial situation where it wasn't as good for my family, but it turned yeah. into um, something uh, dramatic for her and so many positive results at my clinic and with the athletes at the club. It's, it's been amazing. And Dr. Sure, his he's a wealth of knowledge. I know about 5% of what he knows whenever he talks about it, I'm like always jotting things down and it's, mm -hmm. it's just been an amazing experience with him and, and one base. Yeah, that's great. And thank you for sharing that. So, and, and going back to your experience, you know, with the LASC, what's the GP call setting? How do you guys use, uh, you know, um, one base health as part of your routine or your, your workflow? Um, I've always used Scott as a, as a resource. And he's really taught me his different protocols on mm -hmm. how to utilize it for different conditions, um, whether it's a medical condition or a rehab condition or a performance thing. Um, as we've talked before on the podcast, a lot of what we have to deal with in professional sports is the work environment, the work culture, the flow. Mm -hmm. um, we, have a, we have a limited time because, as we know, a lot of athletes just like to get in and get out. So yeah. with, with that being said, it's getting buy-in from certain athletes and certain athletes will fit the mold of it because ideally you're in the chamber, in the chamber for at least 60 minutes or a 60 minute dive. Mm -hmm. And some of these athletes have ADD. <laughs> so, um, so it's really showing them the importance and what it can do. And that it's not an immediate effect, like where you're going in one time and you're going to feel dramatically different. It's like working out where 
you that you have to do it a couple of times and and consistency matters to get a positive result um we can get certain athletes early in the morning before like a typical day starts um we've given the keys to the kingdom for certain athletes that like to stay afterwards or they come in on off days we teach them how to get in and out themselves mm -hmm. personally we have um soft chamber like a mono a single mono place soft chamber at lafc where they're able to bring their phones or they're able to bring some type of electronics in there which helps um so they can just relax but it's it's been amazing as far as um pre post surgery um dr scott taught me that like if we know a, an athlete's going to have surgery we do five to ten sessions before the surgery to hyper oxygenate mm -hmm. them so when you do the surgery that healing happens so much faster. Um, even like subjectively looking at um, looking at recovery times when even doing the same surgery, like we a surgery like my early years with LAFC, and then a surgery when we actually had the hyperbaric chamber. The same surgery, again, they're different athletes. I get it, um, but we looked at the tissue healing time and we look at the wound so much faster when they're in the hyperbaric how much environment. How much faster are we talking about? Dr. Scott, you can probably answer that. I think it, I mean, you've seen it in clinical practice, which is great. I mean, in general, in 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 the data sets and then in my clinical practice, it can anywhere between 20 to 70% faster, average about 50% faster, depending on the situation, the type of surgery, the type of hyperbaric chamber. There's lots of other dependent factors, of course, but it's not uncommon for people to cut their rehab time in about half. And this is anybody from people working with Jason to NFL athletes that you may or may not have heard of that have had Achilles tendon tears and things like that and just got recovery. So what is he using, you know, at my behest and others is getting in the chamber as fast as possible, right? So uh, these people reach out to me because I've been doing this long enough to know. And they told me, I mean, and, and so it's kind of funny to have these conversations and say, look, you could do X, Y, Z, but if you add hyperbaric therapy, it's going to give you, you know, 2x, 3x, maybe 4x recovery. So mm -hmm. it's not difficult to do. It's you just hang out and hang out in the chamber. And it's not that it's it's more of a time thing, which I do get. So that's what we always like. So for some athletes and some, and actually what we'll do with a lot of athletes, if they don't have like a rehab specific issue, is that we can have them do things that increase their ability to retain information inside the chamber. So you can do, look at game tape, for example, and do because multitasking goes up in the hyperbaric environment. And so if you can actually do rehab inside the chamber too, so we'll have people do rehab on their knee or in their on their elbow, whatever it might be, because if you're stimulating blood flow to those areas while you're in the chamber, more blood flow, more oxygen is gonna go there while you're in there too. So lots of cool little things you can do to kind of use the time wisely while they're in the chamber, not mm -hmm. just have them watch something on their phone if we can all avoid it. But that that is sometimes what we have to do to get some certain people through the through the program. Makes sense. And and, and Jason, like in a typical setting when you have a, a, an athlete going through rehab, how many times a week would they use the uh hyper chamber, for example? Is it three, four times a week every day or ideally it's every day that we're in-house. You know, so we're in-house anywhere between five and six days a week. Um, and, and that's an, an ideal. I, I like to say a minimum of three, um, depending on the athlete. But I'm sure Dr. Scott will agree. It's like five to six times a week, at least to start, um, especially if they have a new injury, if a new hamstring, new groin. Um, if you look at our our availability for MLS Cup last year, 
and at the end of 2023, we had 100% availability. And that's 100%. unheard of, 100% availability. And that's unheard of in the league, especially oh. with the with the amount of games we had last year. We, I think we, we have the MLS record for amount of games in a season. I'm not saying that it's just hyperbaric, but I think I truly feel it played a part in the whole scheme of things in addition to great staff, great clinicians, great athletes, but it's, it was definitely a part of it. Okay. That makes sense guys. So now Jason, another question for you. So where do you see the role of hyperbaric oxygen therapy in the world of professional sports, right? In professional rehabilitation and performance maximization, where do you see that going? When, when I look at the grand scheme of things as, as a physio myself, I think, and a lot of other physios, we really rely on our manual therapy. We rely on exercise, but in an environment, especially like sports, it's how do we get them better faster? And I think that uh, hyperbarics is a great adjunct to heal from the inside out and, and, and a faster basis. And that's why I, I, in one of our older, on our other podcasts, I talked about class four laser, the mm -hmm. class four laser worked really well with hamstrings early in my LFC career. I was like, okay, this is a great adjunct to what we do. When I was exposed to hyperbarics three years ago, I was like, holy crap, this is another level. Um, when you combine it with um, proper nutrition or proper education, the, the stuff that Dr. Schur's whole realm of, of medical knowledge goes into, it really gives the individual a better chance of success, creates a better environment for the body to heal and regenerate and to get the most out of their individual potential. Um, so I, I think it's a great adjunct. It's not the end all be all. But if you combine it with Western strategies, let's say, uh, your results are pretty good. That makes sense. Now, before yeah, I, was, I get back, uh, I, I, I get back. Or you want to say something? Scott? I'm just going to add in that I, I think what I think about with hyperbaric therapy is I've been working with athletes for many years in many different contexts and very many different sports. Anything from NFL, NHL, MLS now with Jason and outside the United States, rugby, Australian rules, you can, you name it. I've seen many of these people. Um, hyperbaric therapy is what I would say is like the ultimate synergizer and accelerator. So if you want to get better, faster, stronger, faster, hyperbaric therapy can help. If you need to recover faster, hyperbaric therapy can help. If you want to prevent maybe a more significant injury then hyperbaric therapy may be able to help there too. I mean, there's some studies that if you use hyperbaric therapy before you get a concussion, your concussive symptoms might be less than if you would if you hadn't gotten into the chamber beforehand at least so i have a number of nfl players that that i get into the chamber the day of their uh, when they're when they're actually hitting each other during practice or during their games and trying to get them hyper oxygenated beforehand so i think it's a it's a really versatile tool and it can be used in a lot of different contexts and and, and especially in, in in athletes makes sense now just quick question for uh, for you jason so in the MLS, how many teams do you think are using hyperbaric chambers today? Got to guess. I would say of teams I know of, yeah, less than five. Less than five. Yes. Okay. And why do you think that is? I think we. I think we just need more education on it. Okay. Um, and again, it's like working it into the flow of the individual teams and their mm -hmm. systems because sixty plus minutes in a chamber may not be 
you know, may not fit a flow for a certain team, especially if they're mm-hmm. understaffed. Yeah. Um, we are lucky at LAFC that we have such a robust um, performance and medical team that can fill in here and there. And I can coordinate and, hey, let's get this athlete in the chamber at this time. And then after that, he'll go to you to do mm-hmm. manual therapy or exercise. So I think you need the systems in place to support it. Um, but number one, it starts with education. That makes sense. Um, now, before I get back to you, uh, Dr. Scott, so what do you like the most about uh, one based health pro- uh, you know, the product, uh, Jason? How would you summarize that? What do you like the most? Number one, I like the founding team. You know, yeah. Dr. Scott and, and, and Andrew, the CEO, they, they've been amazing for me. It's a relatively small company. And ever since I started to purchase um, products from them, it's always been a pretty easy, you know, way of communicating if I had any questions. Um, their products, that they do well, you know, whether it's in a professional setting, in, in a team setting where I'm not using it multiple, multiple times a day to mm-hmm. my clinic where I have three chambers and those things are packed like throughout the day. And then they, they hold up very little problems, if at all. Um, and I see the results. And talking with with Scott and Andrew, the vision of the company moving forward is just not hyperbarics. It's about tech. It's about, um, I'll let Scott talk a little bit more along those lines, but I think it's going to be a game changer as far as um, tracking your objective data and how to optimize the the protocols in order to to improve your your overall health and, and performance. Yeah, you want to add to the, you want to add to that Scott and and the the vision of the company? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's been a really great experience working with Jason and uh, and his clinic and getting him up and running. And that's been the key really since the beginning for me starting the company with with my with my team is that I've as I mentioned in the beginning, I've been involved in hyperbaric medicine for a decade and my whole stick though is that you may come to talk to me about hyperbaric therapy, but 90% of what I do with you or talk about has nothing to do with hyperbaric therapy at all. And it's like the last 10% that is the hyperbaric protocols. And so hyperbaric therapy is really important. I think it'd be a fantastic synergizer and accelerator. As Jason mentioned, it's not the end all be all though. And other people have different needs or different flows. And, and I've been involved in many other technologies for many years and like a whole ecosystem is what we really wanted to create. And, and OneBase started off as a company that was just involved in hyperbaric therapy. But what we're really doing is creating an ecosystem. We have a phone application that is nascent now, but it has built-in protocols for hyperbaric therapy for things like jet lag and hangovers and immune system function and things like that. And that's gonna get continue to be built out. But the key with those kinds of protocols is not just the hyperbaric protocol. We're also talking about things you can do before, during, and after. And that's not going to be as hyperbaric centric going forward where we're gonna have, what is your your light therapy protocol or what is your sauna therapy protocol or whatever it might be and integrating the other technology that you have and other practices that you're having. So it's gonna be, an, it's an education platform. It's an education ecosystem. It's a place where you can uh, bring various technologies together that you have either in a clinic or in your home and say, how do I put all this stuff together? And then as Jason was mentioning as well, it's it's also going to be data-driven. So looking at yeah. 
a bi-directional flow of data where you're you're getting data from the chamber itself, but you're also giving data to the chamber itself so that it can help you optimize your protocols and what you're going to be doing over the long term. So it's it's going to be smart, just like your just like your phone is now your smartphone. You're going to have smart technology and smart ways of integrating things together. So it's very different from any other hyperbaric company out there. There's no other companies that are like this. All of them are just trying to sell chambers and they don't give you any other information. They don't give you any other support. They just care about selling chambers. And I always tell my company, they don't like this, that I don't really care about selling chambers. I really care about the ecosystem that we're creating. Of course, we need to have chambers to do that as part of mm -hmm. But in, in essence, the key is the ecosystem, the key is the education, and the key is the bi-directional flow of data over time. Yeah, that makes sense. Which brings my next question, which is more about, and you kind of touched on that, what's your competitive advantage, right? You're not just a hyperbaric uh, uh, chamber, right? You right. more than that, right? So Much more, yeah. And then that's the key, really, is that we're not just a hyperbaric chamber company. We have a huge e ecosystem that we're developing that's going really to help people from a holistic perspective. And uh, we have a, a really great service team. We have great communication with our clients. We do long-term follow-up and make sure people are having good experiences. And I'm very much involved in all of that as the clinical side of the whole program, right? So there's, it doesn't, nothing happens at, at one base that's not clinically going to be helping people. That's what I'm always very confident and very strong about in opinions and meeting and, and things like that. So, and that's why people like Jason are great because Jason's a clinician at heart too, and that's his focus. And and we're working with other clinicians that that's what their focus is. And in general, we all need to make money, but at the same time, if it has to be done in a way that's clinically going to be helpful for our patients and clients. Makes sense. Now, two, last two questions. Uh, one is, can you talk about the business model and the pricing model, right? Lots of people are listening. Where do they buy it? When can they buy it? What's the pricing model? So right now, the easiest way is to go to onebasehealth.com, our website. You can take a look at the chambers that we have available. And you can also see that there is the phone application that's included with your purchase of a chamber right now. Um, so that, And then also we're going to have new te other technologies that are going to be on there soon that will also be part of that same ecosystem as well. And so the best way is to sign up on our email list. We have an email list on our website if you're interested in learning more about how our company evolves. Um, but if you... Um, and we'll also have a free version of the app that's also available for people to download. If they're interested, they just need to send us um, their information on our website and we can get them something to play around with to get a feel for the ecosystem that we're developing. So those are the places right now. And of course, you know, going to our website um, and also our Instagram page, um, on it, which is One Base Health on Instagram too, is a great place for information. Okay. And, and the other question I have is, you kind of touched on that, right? You're not just... Uh... Uh, hyperbaric, uh, you know, uh, company, right? So what are your plans for the next 12 months? Is it to launch some additional new products? Is it to raise money, expand geographically? Or what are your plans? Yeah, so in the next 12 months, we're really going to be launching our, our, our phone application ecosystem to a significant degree. So right now it's, it's, it's got some really great information, but that's going to be changing a lot. We're going to be making it a lot smarter so that it's going to be able to do that bi-directional flow that I was describing where you have the ability for the chambers to work and you get an idea of what's happening inside the chambers and vice versa where your data itself is getting pulled and understanding what kinds of protocols and integrations will be helpful for you. So I'm very excited about that piece. And then uh, we're also gonna be looking into new technologies and to 
making the ecosystem larger with with more collaborations with other companies and other other programs. That's great. Well, look, uh, well, Jason, thank you for inviting uh, Dr. Scott on the show. And Dr. Scott, you know, all the best for, for the future. And Jason, all the best for the next season. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us again. It's, it's no been problem. amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. To access past episodes and other research, articles, and analysis of sports technology, please visit our website, theupside.us. Subscribe to the Upside newsletter and receive full access to our sports tech business letter and website. Royalty-free music is provided by ibaudio.com. The Upside podcast provides timely insights and interviews with global leaders in sports technology. Until next time, keep looking to the Upside.